This is Yemen News. My name is Alex Williams. In light of COVID-19, we've been hearing a lot about washing your hands and good hygiene. And today I want to highlight a few things regarding water, sanitation, and hygiene when it relates to Yemen. Today we'll be speaking to Kamal, who is working with one local community initiative where he's working in water, sanitation, hygiene in the rural areas in Yemen. But before I allow Kamal to share with us today, let me give you some context to the situation in Yemen. Since the start of cholera outbreak in 2017, there have been more than 2.3 million suspected cases of the disease. That's more than 50 per hour over the last five years. This is the largest and fastest spreading cholera outbreak on record since the World Health Organization has been tracking cholera outbreaks in 1949. Now that the rainy season has started, cases are likely to surge again. Oxfam's projection is that there could be just over a million cases in 2020. And in another alarming statistic, more than 56,000 suspected cases have been recorded in the first seven weeks of 2020. According to the United Nations, 17.8 million Yemenis require support to meet their basic water, sanitation, and hygiene needs. What this means is the lack of access to safe drinking water and poor sanitation and poor hygiene conditions has aggravated the risk of spreading cholera, and that means that Yemenis are especially vulnerable to the spread of COVID-19. And this is the reason that I've invited Kamal with us today help us understand what the day-to-day situation is like in the rural areas in Yemen. So welcome, Kamal. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me here today. Kamal, tell me about yourself and how did you get into water, sanitation, and hygiene? I am Kamal from Taiz. I work with the local community initiative. I used to hear stories from my mom and dad, and most of their stories were about how they suffered when they lived in the village. A lot of the hardship had to do while bringing water from the wheel that was like hours away from our house in the village. I listened to their stories and I imagined myself bringing water from that wheel, riding my donkey or walking. I tried to imagine the difficulty just to bring water from that remote place under the harsh heat of the sun, not to mention the fact that the water is not even pure to drink. But since we had no other choice, we would drink it and use it. I imagine what my health will be like, not being able to wash my hand every day or bath often. These stories from my mom and dad are reality for many people who live there. They live the same situation every day and their stories is what made me care about providing water, sanitation and hygiene to the Yemeni people. I'm glad you were inspired to pursue a career in WASH. Even those of us who have lived in Yemen for many years, we don't know what it's like to be living in a village up in the mountains. Share with us what it's like to be in a village and how they deal with the water shortage. Let me tell you the story of Zafra, who has two daughters and one 15-year-old son. Her husband has a chronic illness and he cannot leave the house. So Zafran has to provide for the family by cleaning the local school. Zafran decided to let her daughters finish school when her husband gets sick. 
but her son Ahmed stopped going to school to help his mother. He went with her to clean the school and also went to the wheel to collect water for the family, a task that takes almost two hours every day. He knew the school from cleaning it, not from studying there. When we visited the local leader to identify the vulnerable families in their village for the rainwater harvesting project, he called Zafran to come to his house. When she arrived and the team told her that she would be getting a rainwater harvesting system and store tank, she realized that her son wouldn't need to go to collect water from so far away from the house and he should go back to school as a student instead of just go to clean. Ahmad's parents were so happy at that day when we installed the tank. I think that story highlights what many don't realize, and that's the fact that it's not just about providing water for health reasons or for sanitation, but providing a water source near the home, it allows the children, and especially the girls, the opportunity to go back to school. So instead of spending hours fetching water, they're able to get an education. So providing water is very much connected to education and development. Kamal, how can the international community partner with local organizations like yours that are helping in projects that are sustainable, that are providing water in these rural areas, like the project you described, the rainwater catchment system, providing water filters, What's the best way that organizations can help support these efforts? By supporting successful projects that increase the amount of water available in the rural areas, such as the rain harvesting project and the rehabilitation of the wheels. I think what I like about this project is that they are sustainable. So continuing to support projects like the rainwater harvesting project allows them to have water for almost eight months out of the year. And when they get a ceramic water filter, they also have a drinking water. Thanks for sharing about the water, sanitation, health situation in Yemen. It's always good to get a glimpse of what life is really like in the rural areas in Yemen. Thank you, Kamel. Good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me on here. And thanks for remembering Yemen even while all this COVID-19 pandemic is happening around the world. That was Kamal working in water, sanitation, and hygiene, one of those heroes working on the front lines, serving the Yemeni people as they deal with the largest cholera outbreak in history. We hope they don't have to deal with a large COVID-19 outbreak. So when you hear people say, wash your hands, remember Yemen. You can go to the bathroom or kitchen and wash your hands, but many Yemenis have to walk miles. Even then, the water isn't even clean. So if you're out there listening, share these stories, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. And if you'd like to get involved, do reach out to me. It's been a pleasure to be on here with you today. My name is Alex Williams, and this is Yemen News.